Hi, this is Maddie Rose, host of The Fame Game, and this is Our Future is Missing. Please be on the lookout for Lauren Spirer. She is 20 years old and went missing from Bloomington, Indiana, June 3rd, 2011, at 4.30 a.m. She is Caucasian, 4'11", 95 pounds, with blue eyes and blonde hair. She was wearing a white tank top, a white button-down shirt, and full-length black spandex pants. If you know of Lauren's whereabouts, please contact the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline, 1-800-THE-LOST or 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Lauren, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfutureismissing.com. Thank you. Become our friend on Facebook. Post on our wall your thoughts about our shows and network. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are all of your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Thank you and welcome to the program. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Today we are reviewing the movies Dolphin Tale, Contagion, as well as some inside details and stories from the Kids First 20th Anniversary Party in New Mexico. So to start off the show, I have with me film critic Sam Conan, Mackay Weber Colvin, and Rani Levy, and we are going to be talking about the Kids First 20th Anniversary Party that happened this weekend, and we're basically just going to tell some stories about that, and it was such a great party. So Mackay, why don't you start us off, tell us a little bit about what you did at the party and what you did in Santa Fe. Well, I loved the party. It was so great to meet all of the um, staff and meet all of the sponsors for Kids First. The cook, Sam, Rainey's son, of course, the son's... Well, Rainey is the head of Kids First. He made such a wonderful meal, and he was telling us how he was trying to make the meal the colors of Kid First, um, orange and purple, so that was really cool. What did you think of it? Um, I thought the party was awesome, and I do remember talking to Sam Rennie's son, and he was an amazing cook. I just loved the food. It was so great. And like you said, he did make all the food, the color themes of Kids First, which was red and, I mean, <laughs> orange and purple. And I thought that was very cool because it was very lively and very fun and festive. What do you think, Sam? Well, I really enjoyed it a lot. Uh, it was the first time that I've ever, ever actually met Raven at and not over Skype, and it was really wonderful to just meet all these people, and uh, not to mention, it was absolutely a beautiful location, and I believe that we have a video of some sort um, in the works or online somewhere. Yeah, definitely. Me, Makai, and Sam, we had a video camera, and we went around, and we interviewed all the company at the party, and we interviewed some guests that were there, and we got a lot of awesome footage, and that will be up on Kids First website soon, so you'll be able to check it out and feel like you're in the party as well. So also on the call with us, we have Rani Levy, who is the founder and owner of Kids First. And this party was basically to celebrate 20 amazing years that Kids First has had. So Rani, why don't you tell us what it was like for you to be in this amazing house up in the mountains with all these friends and family and supporters with you just celebrating all your success? <laughs> You keep using the word amazing, and I think that's what it really was for me as as well as you guys. The the house, um, it's called the Ross Mandel Retreat Center, was built by a former princess from Afghanistan. Uh, it has the largest adobe dome in New Mexico, the, in that whole living room area, Um it's, you know, a spectacular location with a view of the city lights and the sunset and the valley. And um, we were really fortunate that the owner of the house, uh, Richard Woodruff, who's owned it for about 
the last, I mean, he just bought about five months ago, um, gifted us the use of his house for our party. Yes, it was absolutely beautiful. So, unfortunately, it was a little too cool to make use of the pool. (laughs) (laughs) So we didn't have a pool party. But uh, I loved seeing um, the three of you there. Gabriella, we missed having you there. We would have loved for you to be with us, but I know it's a long way from New York City. Yeah, I would have loved to be there. (laughs) And, um, you know, I think the thing that really struck me this weekend, as, as I was telling a number of people, is that when we first started kids first that it was really all about the kids I had a group of kids who would come to my house and would review films with me every day since that time we kind of got away from that and had we worked with adults who worked with kids so we didn't have that direct connection to kids and what I love working with all of you is the opportunity to uh, work directly with the kids again. It's like my favorite thing. (laughs) Well, it's our favorite thing too. (laughs) So Sam, why don't you tell us about the experience you've had so far with Kids First and what you're looking forward to as well? Well, I've really enjoyed Kids First a lot. Uh, I, I mean, I've been given a lot of really great movies to review. Um, I've heard a lot about a lot of really great movies, and I just think that altogether this has been really uh, a really meaningful experience, and I am looking forward to reviewing more great movies and 20 more years of success. (laughs) (laughs) For Kids First, for Kids First. You're listening to Voice America Kids, Kids First coming attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Raven Devaney, and today we will be reviewing the movies Dolphin Tale, Contagion, and The Dog Who Saved Christmas. We will also be discussing the kids' first 20th anniversary party that was held this weekend, and that's what we're talking about now, so let's continue with that. So, Mikai, why don't you tell us a little bit about what your experience has been and also what you're looking forward to? Well, I'm looking forward to, also as Sam said, 20 more years of Kids First and to see it grow and grow. And Randy was saying at the party that hopefully someday the Kids First film critics will get to take her job. And that would be a very fun job, I think. And my experience was very, very... Well, at some times, it was kind of hard, because not everybody likes all movies, so it was kind of hard to find the positive little things in there instead of saying everything that's bad. But most of the time, it was a lot of fun to do all of this film criticing and the radio shows, and all together with all the kids and Rainy. It's just been so wonderful to do all of that all together. I agree with you. And like you said, it's definitely a lot of work, but it totally pays off. And me and Makai were actually in the board meeting that was held before the party. And I thought that was really cool because it was all the people that have worked with Kids First, that helped found Kids First, that are sponsors for Kids First, that really just make Kids First happen and support the cause and and helping kids voice their opinions about the media. And I thought that was very fun because me and Makai got to actually go up in front of all those adults that have been watching our videos. And we got to talk to them about our experience. And I thought that was very fun because we were actually getting to tell about Kids First in person to the people that are helping us make this possible. And we did talk about how that sometimes it gets hard and it's a lot of work, but like I said, it definitely pays off. So Sam, why don't you tell us about the interviewing process at the party and what we did with that? Well, it was very uh, loose sort of process. We just sort of went around with this uh, iPhone uh, and we just said, oh, like, this would be a good person to interview. And uh, sometimes we would uh, get suggestions from Randy about, like, who important people were to interview. But other than that, it was uh, it was really fairly, uh, fairly loose, fairly open, um, a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Like Sam said, we had a, uh iPhone that we took around. And I think for me, the funnest part was, I mean, the entire time we were at the party, 
um, except for the time when we were eating the delicious food, we were just running around this huge house, this huge palace. And it was amazing because we got to pick out the perfect lighting in the perfect spots where we wanted to film people and review people. And we would just run up to people and we'd be like, hey, we're from Kids First. Can we review you? I mean, interview you. And they're like, yeah, totally. Sounds good. And so it was a very loose process and informal but I thought that was what made it great because if you go online um, when the video is posted, you'll really be able to get the full experience of what the party was like because it is just so loose and friendly and fun. So I really Mikhail, think palace is the perfect word to describe that place. Yes, palace is definitely the perfect word. So Makai, why don't you tell us a little bit about your favorite part of the party? My favorite part of the party was probably at the end when we were doing the toast and they were giving out all the great staff and talking about the sponsors at Kids First and um, the cake was delicious. <laughs> but I also, I also just loved being in the palace because it was like going to okay. India, seeing all the beautiful spots and everything. And I definitely agree with you. I think my favorite part of the party was the toast as well, to see all those smiling faces and everybody just having a great time. Well, it looks like it's time to take a break. I'm Raven Devaney from Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. This year's Kids First Film Critic Search Campaign launches September 1st and runs through the end of November. Kids ages 6 to 14 can enter for a chance to compete for eight coveted slots as Kids First Film Critics. To enter, kids need to submit a videotaped review of one of the official search campaign films or DVDs. Public voting determines the 20 finalists, and a panel of celebrity judges determines the winners. Last year, more than 11 million votes were cast for fewer than 100 contestants. To date, some of the exciting assignments covered by the Kids First film critics include a week-long film critics boot camp at the Walt Disney Studios, the red carpet premiere of Winnie the Pooh, sneak preview coverage of films like Cars 2, Judy Moody, and The Not Bummer Summer, with coverage on AOL Kids, Voice America Kids, and Working Mother. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org or on the Kids First Facebook page. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org or the Kids First Facebook page. And hurry, you only have until the end of November to enter. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm Raven Devaney, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Let's discuss Dolphin Tale with Anthony Hironda, who is a fellow film critic just like me. So, Anthony, how are you today? Good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for asking. So, why don't you tell me a little bit about the movie Dolphin Tale? I've seen the trailers in 
theaters and it looks awesome it doesn't come out until the 23rd though so you're very lucky that you got to see it ahead of time but i cannot wait to go see that film yes it was a really good movie i liked it a lot and um the dolphin's name if you don't know yet is winter that's cool so what happens in this story? Like, how does the dolphin get his tail missing? And what's the amazing process to help him swim again? Well, his tail got missing because he got his tail caught in a crab trap. Oh, no. How he got his tail back was there was a worker who fixes, like, legs or some or arms for humans. And this is his first time doing a dolphin tail. Oh, wow, that's really cool. So the worker fixes, like, animatronic, like, sort of robotic hands and legs for people, and now he's helping a dolphin? That's really awesome. And I think if I was that person fixing the dolphin's tail, I would get very nervous, because if I was doing that for the first time, I think it would be a lot of pressure to help this dolphin swim. So, Anthony, what were your initial thoughts on this movie? Like, was it a super good movie? Was it an okay movie? Was it a not-so-great movie? What did you think about it? I thought it was a really good movie. It, because it, there were, it's based on a true story, they say. And um, I just can't forget it. So it was a very memorable experience? Yes. That's awesome. So, like you said, it was based on a true story. Did that really, like, help you relate to the story more? Did that capture the emotion a little bit more? Yes, it did. Because then I finally knew, like, um, how it would feel, actually. And that boy, he must have been really lucky that he actually got to train a dolphin. Oh, I definitely agree with you. And I think that is cool that it is not just, you know, mindless entertainment, that it actually did really happen. And it's not just a story that somebody made up. So what did you think about the cinematography and the visuals? I know there definitely had to be some animation and special effects because of the dolphin. Yes, there was. But this, there was one thing that was bad that happened in the movie. What was that? is that he kept doing it um, side to side, and really, tails go up and down. So it was affecting his heart, which means if he kept doing that, he would die. Oh, no. Well, did the uh, dolphin look realistic, or did they actually use a real dolphin? Well, I think they might have, like, actually used a real dolphin, because... Um, it said based on a true story, so probably it, it was like a real dolphin. Well, and that's good that you would see that it was real. And even if it is animation, if you still think it's real, then that's awesome. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and today we are reviewing the movies Dolphin Tale, Contagion, and The Dog Who Saved Halloween. So right now, we are talking about the movie Dolphin Tale, which premieres in theaters September 23rd. And Anthony recently saw that movie, and he's telling us a little bit about that. So Anthony, what did you think about the soundtrack of this movie? Well, I liked a lot of the music and the sound, because every time, like any time there was any emotional parts, it just got on with the music. And, like, when they were working, it did kind of, like, work music. So I, I would give it, let's say, five out of five stars for the music. Oh, wow. That's a very good rating. So it does seem like this would be a very emotional movie. Like you said, the dolphin almost dies because of his heart rate. And the dolphin gets his tail trapped. And I definitely feel like this would be a very emotional and deep movie. So do you think that the emotions were properly captured? Yes, I do. Just every time, like, there, there was two people at the beginning of the movie who discovered the dolphin. Not only that kid, but that, um, the, that other human, he, um, he was doing fishing. He, and then he tied the fishing pole to his chair. So when he mm-hmm. came to look at the dolphin, he caught a fish and his, pool, his chair was getting pulled out to the ocean. So he ran after his chair. <laughs> so, did you have a favorite scene or a favorite character in this film? Yes, I did have a favorite scene and character. And what was that? 
Well, my favorite character was um, Winter because mm-hmm. he he was a really good character and he was he was like a really a really like he could learn a lot in in only a couple of days. Yeah, it definitely seems like the character Winter would have to be very strong in this movie, not only like emotionally and physically, but mentally strong to be able to deal with such a hard thing, losing his tail and then having to relearn how to swim. And what was your favorite scene in this movie? Uh, my favorite scene was when like, he was starting to swim. He actually started to swim with his tail up and down, but then... This was the bad part. Like I said, he banged it against the wall, and it just fell off. So, And why was this your favorite scene? Well, because he actually got to start swimming, but the problem was is just his tail. He bunked it off. Mm-hmm. I kind of don't like that in movies where you finally get your hopes up and you think that all good is going to happen and then something bad happens again. Yeah. But I think it's good because then it sort of keeps you on your feet and it keeps you interested and it keeps you attached to the movie. So what do you think the age group for this film is? On the age group, I would say um, for all ages because it's such a good movie and I think a lot of people would like this movie. Mm-hmm. It definitely seems like it's a universal story that everyone can understand. So what do you think? Do you think younger kids might get a little bit scared in this movie? Yeah, sometimes. Like, um, my baby sister was just a... Oh, she didn't actually get to see it, but I was kind of scared. Because every time she started to swim, the first time she ever did it, and then she bonged it against the wall, I never knew she was going to do that. Mm-hmm. And Anthony, do you want to know something that's very interesting? Is that one of Rani's, like, co-partners and kids first, her daughter has actually met the real Winter, has actually met the real Dolphin that this happened to. That's cool. I know, that's awesome, right? Yeah. So, but there was one more th- There was one more thing in the movie. There was this little girl who traveled, I think, all the way from Alaska just to see Winter. She was missing one leg, and, like, Winter was lost his tail. She wanted Mm -hmm. to come see Winter. And so they related? Yeah. I think that's really cool that a human and an animal would be able to relate like that on such a deeper level. So what did you think about the overall production of the movie? Like like you said that you gave the music five out of five stars. What do you think about the overall production? Like the acting and everything else? I think I would also give that five out of five stars because this was so good. And all the acting pretty much I think turned out perfect. Because there was no parts like um, when something went wrong or something like poofed off of the screen. Mm-hmm. So I would give there it There was no minor glitches or anything? No. That's awesome. So did you relate to this story at all? Well, kind of. I'm not really sure. Not so sure? Well, have you ever seen any dolphins in real life, like in the wild? Well, no, but I have seen them, like, in an aquarium. Mm-hmm. And so what was le- that like for you? Did it seem sort of the same experience as in the movie? Yeah. That's cool. I've definitely seen a ton of dolphins in my life. And like I said, I haven't seen the movie yet because it's not out in theaters. But I think it's awesome because all the trailers really look like they captured the design of this dolphin. Because I do know that there was a little bit of animation to help the tricks and special effects that the dolphin did. Well, there was one thing I got from the Dolphin Tale movie. And what's that? They gave me a activity book of the dolphin tail. Oh, wow. That's awesome. At the theater? Yes. That's really cool. So do you have anything else to add to the audience that's listening to us? If you do get the activity book, I might want to include some of the things that might be in the activity book. And what's that? Um, there's a word search. There's a um, connect the dots. 
there's a um there's also like a um just like a little maze and trying to find a uh, trying to find the matching dolphins. Oh, wow, that sounds like a lot of fun. Well, it looks like it's time to take a break. Thanks for telling me all about this movie, and I cannot wait to go see Dolphin Tale when it comes out in theaters on September 23rd. I'm Raven Devaney from Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. This year's Kids First Film Critics Search Campaign launches September 1st and runs through the end of November. Kids ages 6 to 14 can enter for a chance to compete for eight coveted slots as Kids First Film Critics. To enter, kids need to submit a videotaped review of one of the official search campaign films or DVDs. Public voting determines the 20 finalists, and a panel of celebrity judges determines the winners. Last year, more than 11 million votes were cast for fewer than 100 contestants. To date, some of the exciting assignments covered by the Kids First film critics include a week-long film critics boot camp at the Walt Disney Studios, the red carpet premiere of Winnie the Pooh, sneak preview coverage of films like Cars 2, Judy Moody, and The Not Bummer Summer, with coverage on AOL Kids, Voice America Kids, and Working Mother. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org or on the Kids First Facebook page. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org or the Kids First Facebook page. And hurry, you only have until the end of November to enter. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. Behind the Line is all about the inside of sports from a kid's point of view. This is a look at all of the action from Behind the Line. Join your host every Wednesday at 3 p.m., whether you're a kid or was a kid at some time in your life. We'll run down all of the scores, talk about the games of the past week, and preview what's coming up in the next week. You'll want to take notes because this is good stuff. The place to be Wednesdays at 3. That's 6 p.m. Eastern is the Voice America Kids channel for Behind the Line. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm Raven Devaney, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Let's discuss the mo- new movie, Contagion, with Gabriella Chu, who is also a Kids First film critic, just like me. And the movie Contagion is a PG-13 thriller that just came out on the 9th of September. So, Gabriella, why don't you tell me a little bit about this movie? I am just dying to see it. Um, Contagion is about how... Um a rapid spread of an unknown deadly virus goes around the world and doctors and health organizations like the WHO and CDC, they try to find a vaccine for um, the virus to prevent more people from dying and the government tries to keep people under control. So what were your initial thoughts about this movie? My initial thoughts about this movie was that it was going to be exciting because when I watched the um, commercials, I thought it was like really fast paced. And did the movie turn out to meet your expectations? Yeah, it turned out to meet my expectations and it even exceeded them kind of because I thought the movie was very suspenseful, but it also delivered um, some educational messages like you should be really careful with germs. Mm -hmm. And it's definitely very easy to spread sicknesses. I mean, it's easy to spread deadly viruses, but that's not common things that happen around here. 
So I think that's good that it got out some messages and sort of a public service announcement. So are you into horror films and thrillers and things like that? Yeah. Yeah, because I am, like, obsessed. I've seen probably, like, every (laughs) horror movie out there, and I just, I love getting scared. So I'm very excited to see this movie because I haven't seen it yet. So what did you think about the cinematography and the visuals? There definitely had to be a lot of makeup and costume design to help get out the message about the sick people. Yeah, I thought the makeup was very impressive because all of the patients that are sick, when you, um, the camera, when they zoom up on those people, it really looks as if they were suffering by from a really bad disease. And there's a lot of close-ups on people coughing, bus pose, and other places that are susceptible to germs. So I think the director did a great job on that. Oh, wow, I think that's cool. So it sort of shows the spreading of the disease and sort of where it goes and how it happens. Yeah. That's awesome. So did you have a favorite scene or character in this movie? Yeah, my favorite scene was the ending because that's when the movie reveals one of the biggest mysteries about what the doctors were searching for. So it it was kind of surprising to me, too. And did you have a favorite character? Um, I think my favorite character would be Matt Damon's character. He played um, Mitch Emhoff. He was like a suburban dad. And he was my favorite character because he was like the only person immune to the disease. And he was trying to do what was best for his children. That's awesome. So did you think that there was a big emotion in this film? Like you said, it was very suspenseful. Do you think that was captured well, like with the music and the soundtrack and everything? Yeah, I think it was captured very well because um, the background music of the movie really coordinated well with the serious mood. Like there's not a lot of um, songs that are played, but there's like a lot of um, sounds hinting that something bad is going to happen or um, something is about to happen. Like mood music and stuff? Yeah, yeah. That's really cool. What age group do you think this movie should be for? I recommend this movie to teens 13 and up because um, there are some disturbing images such as the patients who look really sick over the disease and those images may frighten children and also the storyline is fast paced so kids might not really follow it well. Yeah it definitely seems a bit intense and I think that you know it's rated PG-13. So only go to this if you're 13 and up or if you're younger and your parents are okay with taking you, but I think you should be 13 for this. (laughs) You're listening to Voice America Kids, Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Raven Duvani, and today we will be reviewing the movies Contagion and The Dog Who Saves Halloween. So right now we're talking about Contagion, which is the new movie that just came out on September 9th, and I have Gabriella Chu with me telling me about this movie. So what did you think, how many stars would you give this film? I would give this film four and a half stars out of five. Or and why four. Is that? Because I thought um, it was very exciting. It kept me on like the edge of my seat. My eyes were glued to the screen from beginning to end. And it also delivers very important messages such as you have to be very careful with germs. And it also shows how um, doctors are very, um, they're very concerned about doing what's best for their patients. And the only reason why I wouldn't give it five stars is because I thought the movie could have been more optimistic since we live in a time where there's a lot of earthquakes, hurricanes, genocide, etc. So I think the movie could have been more positive by not stressing as much how serious and dangerous germs could be. Mm-hmm. And I definitely think that that is a very big aspect of a film that you would get hooked to it 
because I think when I'm watching a movie that hooks me right away, I don't care if there's a slow part in the middle. I just want to be able to find out what happens at the end. And I think that's awesome that you were hooked to this movie. But if the movie isn't hooking at the beginning and then it hooks you later on in the film, it's kind of a waste because I think it's those first couple minutes of the film that really has to get your attention to make it count. So what did you think about the overall production? I thought it was great because this movie is shot internationally, so I thought it was much more exciting. And um, I also thought that like some things that contributed to the excitement and suspense of the movie was how um, they showed that fear can be just as contagious and deadly like a virus because um, when the virus kept spreading, people were starting to get out of control and they were very worried about like what happens if they have the virus. So I thought that was another great message the director had in there. I agree with you. Fear can spread just as fast as a deadly disease and maybe even faster because if you don't have the disease and you're paranoid about it, it can really mess with your head. And I think that's cool that, like you said, it the police and forces were trying to help calm the people. So was there a panic breakout, like a panic epidemic that you saw in the movie? Yeah, there was one part where um, there was a shortage of food and people were like fighting over it and um, all of the supermarkets were like raided. But I thought since the movie is so realistic, it gives me a new perspective on like epidemics affecting the world today. And I think it opens your mind because if you think, oh, we're totally fine and all this stuff, and I'm not saying that we're in huge danger of an epidemic, but instead of just being closed-minded, it opens you up to a different side of life and different illnesses and things that are out there for a lot of people. Yeah. What did you think about the acting in this film? I thought the acting was great because it really captured um, how serious the illness was because you could really tell how bad it was affecting them. And I thought Matt Damon did a good job of playing his role as a father and because he was always looking after his kids. But I also think... um, like all of the actors played like an equal role in the movie like all of them had um an equal part in the movie so I think if the movie focused more on a few characters then we would have been able to see their acting skills much better so instead of there being one main character and some backup characters was there was it just sort of an overall story of a bunch of different people yeah yeah And Mm -hmm. it's around the world, too. Oh, that's cool. So you're able to see how it affects people in different areas and different ways of life. I think that's cool to be able to get that broad perspective and broad realization of things. What do you think? Do you think that you would relate to this story in any way? Um, No, because I've never experienced a very bad illness before. Mm-hmm. And is there anything that you would change about this film? The only thing that I would change would be to make the movie more optimistic because, as I said before, we live in a time of a lot of earthquakes, hurricanes, etc. So if the movie wasn't so um, harsh and if it didn't stress so much about how serious and dangerous germs are, I think the mood could have been lightened up a little bit. Well, it definitely sounds like a great movie, despite those little glitches. And I hope everybody who's 13 and up goes to see it, just like I'm going to see it very soon. It looks like it's time to take a break. I'm Raven Devaney from Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. This year's Kids First Film Critics Search Campaign launches September 1st and runs through the end of November. 
Kids ages 6 to 14 can enter for a chance to compete for eight coveted slots as Kids First Film Critics. To enter, kids need to submit a videotaped review of one of the official search campaign films or DVDs. Public voting determines the 20 finalists, and a panel of celebrity judges determines the winners. Last year, more than 11 million votes were cast for fewer than 100 contestants. To date, some of the exciting assignments covered by the Kids First film critics include a week-long film critics boot camp at the Walt Disney Studios, the red carpet premiere of Winnie the Pooh, sneak preview coverage of films like Cars 2, Judy Moody, and The Not Bummer Summer, with coverage on AOL Kids, Voice America Kids, and Working Mother. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org or on the Kids First Facebook page. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org or the Kids First Facebook page. And hurry, you only have until the end of November to enter. There is so much going on in the tech field. The Technology Show is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to The Technology Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. You just love your pets. But sometimes, they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune into Paul's Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm Raven Devaney, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. On our previous segment, we were talking with Gabriella Chu from New York. Now let's go to San Diego with Anthony Aranda. We will be discussing the movie, The Dog Who Saved Halloween. So, Anthony, why don't you tell me a little bit about this story? Okay. This movie is just all about a dog named Zeus and his owner, George, who are trying to tr- just trying to figure out um, what their neighbors is doing. Their neighbors just moved in, and it looks like they're doing some kind of secret project. So it's a little bit mischievous and sort of mysterious as well? Yes. That's awesome, and I think it's cool that it gets a little bit of suspense in there. So what are your initial thoughts about this movie? Um, I would say this movie's good, but I would only give it four out of five, pretty much. And why is that? Because um, only one part in the movie is when the dog helped four people get out of that a little house where they, you know, their neighbors. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing he did. But and they said that he saved everybody's Halloween when he didn't really too much. So the title might have been a little bit exaggerated. Yeah. I see. So, what did you think about the visuals of this movie? Was there any ghosts or scary things that popped out that you thought was cool? Oh, yes. At that ever at that neighbor's house, mm-hmm. what, every time they just kept, like, popping up any scary ghosts, and then there was this piano that was playing by itself with no one there. And did that seem realistic to you? Yes, it did. Because I don't think, oh, that could happen, like, at a haunted house, but anywhere Definitely else, at a like, haunted at a house. Real, yeah, at a real house, I don't think that could really happen, so. I don't think so either, but I think it's cool that you're able to see that it's realistic looking, because then that sort of adds a little bit more scare to it. So, was there any scary music? Um, Yes. Like I said, that the ghost was, like, playing the piano by itself. Well, that there, they were playing scary music there. 
And was that a little bit frightening to you? Like, do you think younger kids might be a little bit scared to watch this film? Yeah, I, I would say, yeah, they would be a little scared. So since younger children might become a little bit frightened, what do you think the age group is? Well, I would say just in case, maybe three and up. Because my baby sister, she's three, and she liked this movie a lot. She just thought a little parts were scary. So, so I would just guess three and up. And also maybe it might, yeah, three and up. But also some three-year-olds might become a little bit frightened, maybe. So I suggest yeah. watching it with parents. Yeah. So what do you think about the emotion of this movie you said it was a little bit frightening do you think it was the right amount of frightening not frightening enough what do you think well i think it just needed to be a little more frightening because it wasn't too scary just a little bit i see you're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm Raven Devaney, and today we are reviewing the movie The Dog Who Saves Halloween with Anthony Aranda. So, Anthony, you were saying that you might like this movie to be a little bit more scary, but not too scary, because then you wouldn't be able to see it. Did you have a favorite scene or character from this movie? Yes, I had uh, mostly a favorite scene. And what was that scene? My favorite scene is at the beginning of the movie when um, he and his dog were walking over to their neighbor's house to see how they were. And then he bumped into their scarecrow. They put a pumpkin on his head Mm -hmm. and then the pumpkin fell on George's head. Oh, (laughs) and then he and then he couldn't see anything. And then he bumped into like. Um, like a tombstone. They only mm-hmm. put that out for Halloween, mm-hmm. so it just seen it just all did that, and that was my favorite part because it was really funny that that happened. It was pretty and silly. Then, and then all of the other neighbors in the whole street just came over to look at him, going like, "What is he doing?" I see. I think that would probably be pretty funny to see someone flailing around with a pumpkin on their head, knocking over stuff and tripping. Do you think that would be funny? Yes. I think if I saw that, I'd probably laugh so hard that I'd fall on the ground laughing. So, was what's the name of the dog that saves Halloween? The dog's name is Zeus. Mm-hmm. And does Zeus, Zeus talks, does he talk? Well, to the human, the only the humans that um, happen to the, like, only the humans that are his owners. But, mm-hmm. I, so that's why I think this movie would kind of be fake sometimes, because the dog can't talk, so. Mm-hmm. And was the visuals of the dog talking, did that seem realistic, or was it a bit fake? It was pretty much fake because the humans understanded everything that they said. But for some reason, the dog was like mind transforming right towards them. Because he wasn't like barking or anything. All he was doing was saying it in his mind and then the humans helped him and did that. I see. What do you think about the overall production of this movie? Well, like, um, I would say it's really good. Because, like, everything was fine, except that the title, like I said, the title just needed to add on. Yeah, just needed to add along to the movie a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But besides that, it's really good movie. So, did you relate to the story in any way? Kind of. My, um, there was a thunderstorm inside that and my dog is also scared of thunderstorms Mm -hmm. so that's that's one thing my dog's afraid of thunderstorms as well i think big noises and loud things sort of scare them a little bit and that i'm kind of clumsy and george is kind of comes clumsy (laughs) well i definitely think we all have a bit of a clumsy side to us was there any other main characters or big characters besides zeus and george there was just one person. They didn't say his name in the movie. 
he was just a really old man. He was George's neighbor, and he mm-hmm. was also one of the main characters. So mainly it was just interaction and story between George and Zeus? Yeah, pretty much. So how was Halloween in danger, and why did Zeus have to save it? Well, inside that house, there was this library where sometimes when you push pull books, it would go. This one, you just push it, and then there's a secret door. Now, once you close the door, the the books always push back out, and you're trapped in there until someone helps. Oh, wow, I see. What Zeus did was grab one one of the books that was inside the bookcase and then put it at the side up so the and then when they closed the door no book the book itself didn't go up because it was stuck by one of the books so oh. zeus pretty much got everybody out and that was really good that's definitely good that he was able to save everyone and save their Christmas, I mean, save their Halloween. Even if he's not saving everybody else's Halloween, I think it's good that he made a difference in some people's lives. So, is there any morals or messages that you got out of this film? Well, I'm, I'm not really sure, but I think I might have got, like, just one little message. Is that dogs can do more than just, like, um like try to be good for treats they can sometimes save halloween they can do more than just roll around or just be your best friend they're definitely very intelligent creatures and if you see any you know dog tricks or dog training things on tv you can definitely see that they are very very amazing creatures the Dog Who Saved Halloween comes out on September 23rd, and it's released into DVD, and I think that's very cool. And I have a little brother, and I think he would probably love to see this movie, and he would really enjoy this. And also, this movie is coming out on the same day of Dolphin Tale. I know. Isn't that exciting? Mm-hmm. So awesome. maybe only if your parents say... Maybe you can watch both on the same day. I think that's a great idea. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And thank you, Anthony, and all the other film critics that helped me do this show. You've been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. You can experience more Kids First fun, watch our film reviews, and learn how you can become a Kids First film critic by going to www.org, kidsfirst.org. I'm Raven Devaney, signing out, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Thanks for listening to Game On. Your hosts play again next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, go enjoy a good game.